on today's Tea with Kenny P. Ken drinks kombucha as he learns about symbiotic cultures of bacteria and yeast. Of course, he finds a way to relate it to Star Trek somehow. Then Ken meets a SCOBY enthusiast named Alison Smeckle. Willfully ingesting tea swimming with bacteria, sometimes I just don't understand biological-based life forms. Incredible. Not only should it have been destroyed by our phasers, does not even register on my tricorder. Captain, doesn't even look real. It is not life as we know or understand it. Yet it is obviously alive. It exists. And it can bear up under full phaser power. Captain, I suggest we risk taking it aboard. It's too close in here. Maybe a trap. Let's move out. Hey, dear listener. Are you like me? Are you done with winter? All ready for spring? The snow is receding off the lawn, letting the little green shoots of grass poke out to see that warm, friendly, smiling sun. The birds, the bees, and various other woodland creatures are making hot, passionate, sensual love. The world is effervescent, teeming with life. Speaking of effervescence, dear listener... Listen to this. Do you hear that? That's the sound of a symbiotic colony of bacteria and yeast, or SCOBY, if you will, making passionate, sweet, nasty, sensual love in my drink. That's right, dear listener. I'm drinking kombucha. If you're unfamiliar with kombucha, what it is is a tea, either your black or green variety, Camellia sinensis. You add this loogie, nasty oyster-looking thing called a scoby. That aforementioned symbiotic colony of bacteria and yeast, and like the leader of a benevolent alien super race, might agree to gently transplant a colony of Radagast the brown-looking hobo wizards and their many sister-wives into his loving celestial bosom, I somewhat reluctantly ingest this colony of probiotic schnozberries, transplanting it into my gastrointestinal system, where I assume it's a happy land for the rest of time, assured in their unwavering belief that they've fulfilled their destiny And you know, this kombucha stuff is actually pretty good. I don't know if I'd make a habit of drinking this. I think it was like $5 or something like that. But you're worth it, dear listener. I'd gladly drop a fiver on some weird symbiotic booger tea if it would help you forget about your problems for 15 minutes. As long as I can forget about these weird chunks floating around, it's a rather enjoyable drink. So it's a win-win. Dear listener... I believe this also marks the first time I've had a cold tea beverage on this here podcast. I'm pretty sure, anyway. I'm too lazy to go back and check. Tea enthusiasts come in a lot of types. Doing research for this episode, diving deep into 
SCOBY-related YouTube videos. Well, there's a certain type that tends to grow their own SCOBYs, dear listener. I'm not even sure they do it for the kombucha. I think they're all about just growing the SCOBYs. They have these big jars just full of SCOBYs, or SCOBY hotels as they call them. And more than one of them have said they have too many SCOBYs. And they'll often just give them away to visitors. Dear listener, if if you had a garden full of radishes, more radishes than you'd ever want, don't you think you might ease up on, on, just ease up on planting the radishes? It's almost like some sort of symbiotic mind is compelling them to to compulsively propagate SCOBYs. Um, It's always a good idea to have SCOBYs on hand. Another thing that you might want to do is maybe once you start drinking your own kombucha, you might be talking to some friends and you could share these scobies with them. So you could give them a scoby. Uh, there are also plenty of other uses for scobies. Um, you could do a scoby face mask. You could um, make some scoby dog treats. I mean, you'd be amazed at the many uses of scobies. It's weird. I've also found a lot of videos of kids, specifically kids eating scobies. Dear listener, I understand that kids eat a lot of weird things. Personally, I've eaten gum found on playground equipment. And I have this vivid memory of specifically eating glue out of the back of a hymn book. And I can still remember the horrible taste and thinking, what made me think I should eat that? But it's one of those memories that's so vivid, specific, and weird. I don't know if it's real or a dream or a fever-induced hallucination. You know what I mean? Anyway, parents also feed their kids weird stuff. Like my parents and grandparents used to feed me head cheese. And I used to like it before I knew any better. Dear listener, if you enjoy head cheese, understand there's no judgment here. Some of my favorite people enjoy head cheese. But if I'm ever a guest in your home, I hope you won't take offense if I pass on the head cheese. More head cheese for you, though, am I right? Anyway, this isn't a head cheese podcast, dear listener. You've got this week in head cheese for that. Where was I? Oh yeah, YouTube, full of children eating scobies. I understand a kid getting busted with maybe his or her grubby fist in the old scoby hotel but these scobies are on plates as someone of presumably adult height quietly films it's good yeah so you're getting lots of good probiotics into your system right now right it's just kind of weird right and as i'm watching people interact with these scobies reminded of something I can't quite put my finger on. Something I'm deeply familiar with. And then in one of the videos, a, tr- a scoby is trying to escape from its nutrient solution. It makes this specific noise. But here is a fully grown culture that is trying to get out of the jar. And you can see, like an umbilical cord almost, it's still attached to the mother culture. And it's receiving nutrients and passing it back and forth between the nutrient solution. So if you do notice this um, occurring in your with your culture, all you do...
poke it back in. Let it just get right back into that nutrient solution and keep doing its fermentation thing. And it hit me, dear listener. You remember that Star Trek episode where they beam down to the planet Deneva? And it looks like the Northrop Grumman Center in Redondo Beach. And everybody down there has gone crazy because these rubber vomits are swinging around on fishing line. Or rather, Denovan brain parasites are flying around. And one gets on Spock's back. You remember that? No? Just me? Anyway, scobies are disturbingly like Denovan brain parasites. GT's Organic Raw Kombucha, dear listener. That's today's tea. Kombucha! Kombucha! Hello, dear listener. I'm outside the home of a lady named Allison Smackle. She runs a sort of kombucha blog called Scoby and Me 773 at angelmediablogspot.geocities.biz. We spoke briefly on the phone and she agreed to talk to me. She sounded a little reluctant, to be honest. But we shall see. There's an Oldsmobile Cutlass Sierra in the driveway. Here with a bumper sticker. I break for SCOBY. Not sure what to make of that. Hi, you're the gentleman with the, the tea webpage? Yes, well, it's a podcast. Like a radio show. Only it's on the internet. Internet radio. Well, well, well. www.internetradio.com. <laughs> hey, <laughs> extra fancy. Allison answered the door wearing a white t-shirt with what looked to be one of those iron-on transfer photos. The image was starting to flake and peel away, and it wasn't a well-lit shot, but I, I think it was a scoby. At least it looked a lot like those things I saw on YouTube. I never did ask her about it, but with the luxury of hindsight, I can say with complete certainty that it was definitely a SCOBY. She led me to her living room with a green sofa, where I conducted the rest of the interview. So, well, I I just talk in here. My name is Allison Smackle, and I'm, um, how do I put this? I'm a SCOBY friend. Do you, do you see yourself as a caretaker of the SCOBY? The, the term SCOBY, uh, that's what we call them, is, 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 is what they call a, an anagram. I think it's an acronym, actually. That's where the letters each stand for something else? Yes, that's an acronym. Well, the letter S is... For symbiotic, which means mutually beneficial. Do you understand? Like, I give Kevin his nutrient bath, 
and he gives me so much more in return. Sorry, who's Kevin? Kevin is is the SCOBY who shares a residence with me. Oh, I see. So, Kevin, the SCOBY lives here with you? Is, is Kevin here now? Can I see him? Well, he, well, yes. He's in his room. I've been meaning to get him up anyway. It's just about time for his show, and he, he, he gets cranky if I don't get him before his show starts. Dear listener, Alice has gone down the hall, presumably to Kevin's, Kevin the Scobie's room to get him. I've got to admit, I'm, I'm a little frightened here. Kevin? Kevin, there's a man here who wants to meet you. No, your show starts in ten minutes. He just wants to meet you real quick. You'll be okay. Up we go. There we are. Kevin, this is Ken. He's a man who made a radio webpage thing about tea on the internet. Hello, Kevin. Pleased to meet you. Kevin likes to watch that program, the the Cosby Show. Are you familiar with that program? Yeah, when I was a kid, I used to watch it every Thursday night. I haven't seen it since that, uh, you know, the, the scandal. You mean when Theo got that earring? Well, there was this thing with Bill Cosby. It was big in the news a while ago. Well, I don't have much time for the news. These days it's all about how the world is going down the 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 oilet tay. Do you know about uh, poop? Do you know about pig Latin? That's that's what I said there. Kevin doesn't like oilet tay talk. I uh I understand. I'll try and refrain from oilet tay octay. Well, well good. Kevin likes good old wholesome Cosby show, and I like to watch from time to time just for the delightful sweaters Cliff Huxtable wears. Plus, I just like to see the smile on Kevin's fi- on on Kevin. I'm not normally one for watching television, but I like to read the TV guide. Anyway, I was trying to read the TV guide without my glasses one time. And I thought I read that the the Scobie show was coming up on at four thirty on WXKB. So naturally, Kevin and I tuned in and we watched the Cosby show instead. You know, if you mix up the letters in Cosby, you get Scobie. It's an acronym. That's um an anagram actually. What's that? Sorry, you were saying... Just that, ever since, Kevin's been hooked on the Cosby show. Hang on, Kevin, I'm, I'm putting it on now. You see, they're still doing the opening dance. Allison brought me into her kitchen for the remainder of the interview, so we could talk without disturbing Kevin. Here are some of the highlights. I read in a book once about reincarnation. 
and how what you do in your past lifetime dictates what you come back as in the next. And I just think about that. I just think, Kevin must have been a really great guy in a past life. To come back as a SCOBY. You know, and we call them SCOBYs. Symbiotic culture of bacteria and yeast. And they call us a collection of cells and stuff that moves around. Co-co-co-cast-ma. Kevin could, could survive an apocalypse. He'll be around long after we're dead and buried. As long as his tea doesn't dry out. But sometimes I worry. What would I do if Kevin got sick? I couldn't take him to a doctor. Do you think a veterinarian would look at him? After Kevin's show, we went back into the living room where we could talk in front of Kevin. This was about the time I made a serious blunder. The Cosby Show was taped before a studio Does audience. Kevin interact with other Scobies? Sadly, no. I've shown him videos of other Scobies on the internet. You mean on YouTube? I hope he didn't see one of those videos of kids eating Scobies. You mean they... Can... Can... Might I see you in the kitchen for a... Oh, Kevin, he was just talking about about a scary Halloween prank. One of those spooky special effects videos like we like we talked about. Listen, Al Allison, I'm sorry. No, you listen, big boy. You've got some nerve scaring Kevin. And those <coughs> disgusting stories. What other kind of videos do you watch, huh? You big pervert? A group sitting down to, to eat the family dog? I, I was out of line. I, I didn't exactly enjoy watching those. I, and it just came out of my mouth before I realized what I was saying. And what, what did I tell you about Oilet Tay talk? Uh, I'm sorry. Well, I think you need to go in there. And apologize to Kevin. And then I think you better go. I understand. Again, and again I'm, I'm really sorry, Allison. Kevin? Ken here has something he'd like to say. Listen, Kevin... I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to offend you or Allison. I'm happy to meet you both. And I deeply regret my... Is that... Does, does Kevin normally do that? Dear listener, what you're hearing now is... Kevin the Scobie putting on a display that defies description. It was simply majestic. It made that one YouTube video, the one where the scoby jumps out of its jar, look like 
like tiny talent time. Unfortunately, its true glory wasn't adequately captured with my handheld audio recorder. My, my goodness, Kevin, that, that was extraordinary. I've seen him do some, some wonderful things before, but not, not like that. He must really like you. Would you, would you like to hold him? Could, could I? I'll fetch his bottle. Dear listener, I came to Allison's with no idea what to expect. I just figured these scoby ladies either had a screw loose or, or I was missing something. And I guess when all is said and done, I don't know much more than I knew before. But I do know this. That Kevin is one special scoby. Till next time, dear listener. Thank you for listening to today's Tea with Kenny P. Please send your questions, thoughts and feedback to Ken at todaysteawithkennyp.com or at Pelican on Twitter. If you like the show, give it a glowing review wherever you find podcasts. Or better yet, recommend this show to a friend. Oh,